Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. Conover. We're pastors here in Berthy, Colorado. This is BFC. We decided that we're going to start live streaming our prayer school. Uh, we have it every Friday morning normally, and uh, we're, uh, we're going to start doing it every Friday somewhere around 1030, maybe 12 o'clock on that, on that Friday. So if you want to come and join us, uh, we'd love to have you. Also, uh, I believe we should be on uh, Facebook and if you want to write us, uh, you can go ahead and start uh, putting your posts up. And uh, if you have any questions, <laughs> I'm not saying we can answer all your questions, especially if JC is going to be writing in. But uh, if you got a question or some thoughts or ideas, just go ahead and Marianne will interact with you. So let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to grow in this area of prayer. We thank you that prayer is our vital link to you that we access you through prayer. And so we thank you now that you're here, you're with us, you're helping us. We say that the eyes of our spirit are being opened in Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know, when uh, Marianne and I first got married, uh, we were not at the bottom of the barrel. We were actually under the barrel and we needed everything. And I started to hear scriptures concerning prayer. And I had this thought. I figured if I could begin to learn how to effectively pray, that we could get out from under that barrel and get on top in life. And, you know, we've been working on it ever since. I wish I could tell you that we've arrived in this area of prayer. We're still growing just yes. like you are. Amen. And so uh, this is just another installment to get us under the voice of God's uh, word and to listen to what he ha has to say and to relearn some things maybe to uh, reapply some things and just grow in this area of prayer and so understand that when we pray we have to pray according to the wisdom of god and god's wisdom is really so essential to a successful prayer life and normally what we do when we come to prayer on uh, friday mornings is the very first thing we do is open up the Ephesians prayer and we pray it seeking God's wisdom and help. Because, you know, you can see things naturally and you can understand things mentally, but it's different when you have light shining on your spirit and you begin to see things through the Lord's eyes. And so if you've got your Bible uh, at this time, go ahead and grab them. Uh, I'm going over to Ephesians chapter 1. And uh, I'm going to pray this prayer and make it personal. Amen. One thing that I've learned about the Word of God is that it begins to work and come alive to us when it's personal. Yes. For example, I can say, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Well, that's awesome. But it changes its meaning completely when I say, for God so loved me, he gave his only begotten son. And so that's what happens to Scripture 
when we personalize it, when we, when we see him speaking to us directly through his book. And so what we're going to do is we're going to use this prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, and we're going to pray it for ourselves. And so uh, this is what uh, Pastor Marianne had mentioned last night, that we needed to continually pray these prayers for ourselves because we need to access the Lord's light, his wisdom, and his understanding. And so what I'm going to do is that I'm going to personalize these prayers both in chapter 1 and chapter 3. And I'm going to have Pastor Marianne repeat after me. And so you can do the same out there. All right, we, didn't, we didn't rehearse this, so <laughs> there, there could be a learning curve. <laughs> there could Usually be a learning curve. we do curve. it together, but... <laughs> so we're stepping out in, in somewhere <laughs> new. Somewhere new. <laughs> Did you get your Bibles? We're at Ephesians chapter 1, we're at verse 17, and we're getting ready to pray. And so we pray this, I ask the God, I ask the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Father of glory, who is the Father of glory, to give unto me, to give unto me the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. I ask, I ask that the eyes, that the eyes of my spirit, of my spirit would be enlightened. Would be enlightened. I ask that I may know I ask that I may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the hope of his calling? That I would know. That I would know the riches of the glory. The riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Of his inheritance of the saints. And that I would know. That I would know and practice. And practice the exceeding greatness. The exceeding greatness of his power. Of his power that's in me now. That's in me now. All right, let's go over to chapter three in Amen. Ephesians. This is Ephesians 3.14. Again, we're making it personal. And like I said earlier, just make it a, a priority each day to pray this for yourself. And you can also pray it for your loved ones. How we just made it personal for us, we can make it personal for someone Amen. else. Like, Amen. Father, I ask that you would give my son David the spirit of wisdom Amen. and revelation in the knowledge of you. And you can just pray both these prayers for any loved one that you want. And you'd be surprised how things will be begin to change in their lives. So here we go. Ephesians 3, verse 14. For this cause, For this cause I, bow my knees I bow my knees unto the Father, unto the Father of, our Lord Jesus Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth, in heaven and earth is, named, is named, that he would grant me, that he would grant me according to the riches of his glory, according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened, to be strengthened with might, with might in my inner man, in my inner man that, Christ that Christ would dwell in my heart will dwell in my heart by faith by faith that i that i being rooted and grounded being rooted and grounded in his love in his love may be able to comprehend may be able to comprehend with all saints with all saints what is the breadth of, what is the breadth of, the length the length the depth the depth the height the height and that i would know that I would know and I would experience and I will experience the love of Christ the love of Christ for it passes knowledge for it passes knowledge I ask that I might be I ask that I might be filled filled with the fullness of God with the fullness of God now just take a moment Hallelujah. and just say thank, thank you Lord, Lord. Glory. I thank you for Lord. causing light to yes. come to me I thank you for girding me up <coughs> for strengthening me thank on you, the Jesus. inside yes 
in Jesus, in Jesus name. name. Glory. So as we said, this is prayer school, and uh, we're going to be just taking some, this is going to be more of a teaching, but also we're going to practice what's been taught. So it's going to be both by precept and example. So we'll talk about prayer at each time that we get together, and then we'll also uh, pray uh, together as we just did praying the Ephesians prayer. So first and foremost, as I, I said earlier, our life link, how we interface with God, has to do with prayer. Prayer is just simply a communication of our heart to him and his heart back to us. Hallelujah. And yes. really, this is, this is the lifeline of our relationship. Yes. We, we have to talk to God. We have to spend time with God, and prayer is one of those ways that we do it. Now, our, our prayers and biblical prayer is at least three things. Number one, prayer is fellowshipping with the Father. That means that we're having a link of communication with Him. We're expressing our heart, and He's speaking back to us His heart. Number two, prayer is joining forces with God. That means we're in cooperation with God. Understand, you could say it this way. You know, God has determined what His will is through His Word. Well, when I agree with it in prayer... I'm now joining forces with him. And tremendous heavenly things happen here on the earth in our midst. And then thirdly, prayer is creating God's will on the earth. That means our prayers create, our prayers produce. Amen. And it produces the Lord's wills, his desires, his plans, and his purposes in our midst. So understand this prayer fact, that all prayer is to the Father in Jesus' name. Now, I've heard people say, well, you know, God answers the prayers of this religion, and God answers the prayers of that religion. Uh, I don't want to go into that very far, but that's not what the Bible teaches. Amen? Amen. Prayer is abiding in Him and having His Word abiding in us, and then we ask what we will. You see, God is answering the prayers of his children and of his family. Yes. And so we're praying to God the Father, God the living God, or, or the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're Amen. praying to him, yes. but we have to go through Jesus for him to be able to give our prayers, uh, how to receive our air, uh, prayers into his ears in order to respond. And so understand that Jesus is our intercessor. Jesus is our go-between. He's our mediator. And that's why we're praying in Jesus' name. When you solicit that name in prayer, then all that Jesus did through his death, burial, and resurrection is now being made available to you. And you're simply, simply accessing it through prayer. So go with me to John chapter 16. We're talking about Big John. <clears throat> that would be the gospel according to John. And 16th chapter. Look here in the 23rd verse. And he's speaking to his disciples. So obviously he has not gone to the cross. He, he hasn't 
uh, died with our sins and, and gone to hell. He hasn't been raised from the dead. He hasn't ascended on high, and he hasn't sat down at the right hand of God the Father. So he begins in the 23rd verse. He says that in that day. So he's pointing to the future. And that future is when he would sit down at the right hand of God. Just so many days after he's saying this. He's saying in that day or in the church age or in the hour that you and I now live, he says, you're not going to ask me anything. Remember, we said prayers to the Father. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask who? The Father. But then he says, in my name. Notice how prayer is to him, yes. but we're accessing him through the name, through Jesus. And notice what God's response is. You with me? We ask the Father in Jesus' name, and look what it says. He will give it you. I, I, I think that's pretty plain. Come on. Right? Mm-hmm. We, we add to Scripture sometimes. You know, we'll ask the Father, and sometimes he'll say me. Yeah. Sometimes he'll say, eh, <laughs> no. Or, or maybe he'll say, maybe no. later. No. I don't see that in the no. scripture. doesn't say that. And there's a reason for that. And obviously we'll get to that as we move forward. He says, hitherto, uh, which, is, which means up to now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, notice again the response. What happens when you ask in Jesus' name? It says that you, what? Shall receive. Amen. Yes. Again. Very plain, straightforward, black and white. Amen? How we like it. Easy. <laughs> and check this out. That's good. <laughs> he, he says that he's doing this so that your joy, your happiness, your fulfillment, your contentment would be full and overflowing. Amen? Amen. So all this God has set up to uh, guarantee that we have access to him and that we can receive needs met. In, in time of need. And that's what gives our life security. That's what gives our life peace. That's what gives our life happiness. Also understand the next prayer fact is all prayer is in agreement with God's word. Stop looking at scripture as an historical record. Yes, it, it does tell us things that have happened for hundreds and hundreds of years. However, we've got to begin seeing this that this is God speaking. And there, especially the New Testament is speaking to us, the believer. I'm talking from Acts all the way through to Revelation. Understand that that's God speaking to us, the church, those that have been born again, those that have been washed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, those who are the children of God, and, and those that have received the Spirit not only on the inside, but that we've received the Spirit upon us, being filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And so he tells us in the New Testament, first of all, who we are, Mm -hmm. what we have, and what he will do through us. And so notice in John chapter 15, you're, you're there in the 16th chapter, just go to your left, however far it has to take you, maybe the same page or maybe one page. Get to John chapter 15. Go to the seventh verse. Remember, all prayer is to the Father in Jesus' name, and all prayer is in agreement with God's word. Amen. 
John 15, 7 says that if you abide in me, now look at these two requirements for answered prayer. He says, number one, you have to do what? You have to abide in him. What does it mean to abide in him? It means that you are in Christ. You have received him into your heart and into your life when you confessed him as Lord. And, and the person of the Holy Spirit came inside of you, made you a new creature, and now you are a child of God. You're actually a part of him now. Amen. Yes. For, you know, you're the, yeah. you're, the, you're the body of Christ. That's why nothing can ever separate us from him. Because we're not really connected to him. We're in him. I like Lord. that, right? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm a part of him. Wherever you go, God goes. And so that's because he lives inside of you. And you're actually a part of him. Amen. Amen. So he says, when you abide in me, and then notice this, he says, my words need to abide in you. Well, why does his words, why does the Bible have to abide in us? Because that's his will. Amen. Yes, it is. Understand this. God can never give us anything that's outside of his will. Ooh, glory. <laughs> you, you'll never get anything from God that's outside of his plan, will, and purpose. And that's why he made praying according his, uh, to his will a component of prayer. Yes. That way every prayer that we pray is already the revealed will of God for us to have it. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. And if I'm praying without the knowledge of the word, then really I'm praying in the dark. Mm -hmm. And oh, have I done that. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any examples. <laughs> we don't but, need that. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we get pressured by a need and a desire and we just start praying. And, and we're not even sure if what we're praying is in line with what God has already provided Come for on. us. Amen. So we pray according to the words that we have allowed to come into our heart. We're abiding in those words. And then, and only then, you and I shall ask what we will. You see, remember we talked about our will aligning itself with his will? That's exactly what prayer is. His will is established. It always has been, it always is, and it always will be. It'll never change yeah. because God never changes. Yep. So his will was established. He, he gave us his word to show us what his will is. And then once we find out what his will is, now we have faith and we can pray. And then we align our will with his in asking. Look what happens. He says, you shall ask what you will. And what happens? It, that which you ask for, according to his will. <laughs> now look how direct this is. Shall be done for you. That's shouting Amen. ground right there. Amen. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Now, there are different kinds of prayer. And you understand that we're just hitting the high tops here. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is really a Bible school subject. And you and I could spend, you know, a class on prayer every day for five days a week and we will never exhaust it after nope. a year. This whole book is just filled Prayer, with uh, information on how to pray effectively. But uh, we're just kind of hitting the high tops. I'm trying to get us all on common ground. And so we're just going over some things lightly. So we're praying to the Father in Jesus' name. Uh, our prayer is always aligned with 
God's word, which makes it his will. And then we need to understand that there are different kinds of prayer. Uh, go to Ephesians chapter 6, uh, verse 18. Ephesians will be to, to the right of the Gospel of John where you are. Going over there are several books. You'll see a six chapters which comprises Ephesians and sixth chapter and go down to the 18th verse. And I normally always use the King James Version. And so if yours is different than mine, that's probably why. Okay? <laughs> so here in the 18th verse, it says to pray always. I like that. Praying always. You know, prayer is an attitude. Prayer is a part of our relationship. Amen. And it doesn't mean that all day long you're, um, you know, you're, you're praying, you know, whatever. Uh, prayer is that you're always conscious of his presence. Amen. You're, you're, yes, always, you're always in that's fellowship good. with him. Yes. You're always in communication. Understand that prayer is more than just asking God for things. Come on. That's good. Yes. That's right. Hallelujah. And so he tells us to pray always. And then he says in the King James, he says to pray with all prayer. Now, that's not really clear to us, all prayer. Uh, other translations say all kinds of prayer. I, I, I want you to realize that are, there are different types. There are different kinds of prayer. Yes. And I look at prayer as being a tool, uh, maybe tools to build a house. How many of you know that I couldn't build an entire house with a claw hammer? It'd be kind of hard to cut the two-by-fours into the right lengths if I only had a hammer. You know, you have to have different tools to build a house. Mm -hmm. I've got to have a saw. I've got to have, well, you know, the list goes help. on and on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, need the, I, I would need the Italian persons helping me. But anyway, <laughs> prayer's that way. You can't just have one type of prayer and, and build your life with that one tool of prayer. So God has given us different types, different kinds of prayer to address whatever need we have because for different needs will, will uh, dictate that we have to use a different kind of prayer. Yes. Uh, not all prayer is, my name is Jimmy, I'll take all you give me. That, you know, that the prayer of petition is only one type of prayer. We, we have the prayer of intercession, has different, yes. different guidelines for that kind of prayer. We have the prayer of worship. There's different uh, guidelines for that. We have the prayer of agreement. We have the prayer of supplication. There's just all sorts of different types of prayer that we use given on whatever the job is needed at the time to see that come to pass. And so understand that we'll learn about different types of prayer and the guidelines for each kind of prayer. Obviously, we'll spend most of our time praying uh, on the, uh, at least in this setting, you know, the prayer of faith and also uh, the prayer of intercession. And so that's when we're praying for the needs of others. Understand that the guidelines for that are completely <laughs> different than the prayer that you're going to pray for receiving something for yourself. Now, the, the last thing that I, I wanted us to, to look at uh, this morning before we pray is found in Philippians uh, chapter 4 and going over to uh, verse 6 Philippians 4 6 you're in Ephesians you're pretty close what is it to the right of Ephesians 
you'll find Philippians, that church at Philippi. And understand that these, these epistles, as they call them, these letters, are just simply written to churches that were established by the Apostle Paul. So again, he's talking to people that already have a relationship with Jesus. They already have the Holy Spirit in them, and they're already filled with the Holy Spirit, just mm -hmm. like you. Yes. So here in Philippians 4, 6, It says here that be careful for nothing. And boy, what a good word that is for us today. Uh, other translations say uh, be anxious about nothing. Um, don't worry about a thing. Uh, it's really talking about stop considering everything that you're seeing out here and especially stop looking at your feelings. God is with you and being careful for nothing, not worrying about anything, is really talking about having the trust and a reliance upon yes. our God. Understand that we are never alone, regardless of how it looks, regardless of how it feels. He's with us, and he has our best interest in mind. That's why he sent Jesus. So look what happens if I do get a care, or if I am worried about something, if I am concerned, concerned about something. He wants to deal with that. Remember, he Amen. wants our joy to be Amen. full. Yes, he does. And that's why he's given his prayer. He says, if you are careful or worrisome about something, he says, come to me in prayer. In everything, in prayer and supplication, he's talking about making your request known unto him. Now, notice in the verse of this scripture that there's a component of prayer that I think sometimes we just forget about. Unfortunately, a lot of times we're just looking for the bottom line. Get me out of this jam. <laughs> Supply my need. That's why I'm here. That's why we're talking. You know, let's get her done. But notice an ingredient of prayer. And I think this would answer a lot of questions of why sometimes things take a little bit longer than we want to see the results from our prayer. Notice here it says, in everything by prayer, and supplication and it uses that word with so it's saying that at the, at the time that I'm praying I am also to in, include the giving of thanks understand that prayer um, answered prayer always has a component a component of thankfulness when we Amen. pray yes well why is that important well, understand that results in prayer really is almost completely dependent on what you believe. Amen. When you pray. Yes. That's it. Amen. Yes, it if is. I pray and, and wonder, wow, I wonder if he's going to answer that, then you're believing that you may or may not receive from the Lord. <laughs> oh, too much doubt. <laughs> but uh, if I get done praying... And I, I just start to lift my hands to him and say, Lord, I'm so glad you heard me. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. I have confidence in you that because you heard me, I know I have it. Thank you so much. Well, see, this giving of thanks is evidence of what I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe that he heard me. I believe that he answered my prayer. I believe that whatever I was worried about, God's on it, and I no on longer it. have yeah. to Thanks think about it. I don't have to be worrisome about it because it's done. Woo, glory. And so I, this is one of those components that I think that we need to practice and we need to understand as a part of prayer, that we finish every prayer with giving thanks to God. Mm -hmm. 
I'm telling you, this is a deal changer right here. Amen. Amen. Because it puts our focus on him. It puts our focus on his faithfulness. It puts our focus on the fact that he heard us and responded to what we asked to. And we now have what his will says we have. Thank you, Lord. Woo, glory Amen. to God. I mean, Amen. we could just start shouting right now yes. at that. Amen. <laughs> that, that helps me. Yes. Because I, I know that my prayers aren't as effectual if this isn't a component. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just wasted my time praying if this isn't a component. Amen. Amen. It could be that it could mean that much. And so let's add that. Let's Amen. add that to our prayer time. Amen. And uh, I think that'll just really help us to see quicker results. I think that it's going to lift that burden, that burden of fearfulness and, and, and uh, anxiousness off of us. Uh, because, you know, the highest form of prayer is intimacy with God through us revealing our heart to him. We call it the prayer of worship. And when we practice that as a lifestyle, it, it just gives life a whole different perspective. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we start to become Teflon Christians. And things of this world don't stick to us anymore. Right? Because we are so interactive with him and so full of his presence and so mindful of his faithfulness that whatever the enemy brings to us, is, it's, it's going to hit us and it's going to slide off. Amen? Amen. All right, so we're going to get into some prayer time. I want to just share this. Too. Oh, good. Um, after what you just prayed about Thanksgiving, in uh, verse 7, it says that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, oh, hallelujah. shall keep your heart and your mind, your heart <laughs> and your mind through Christ Jesus. We can't use our own mind and go thinking, what about this, what about that? Stay focused and keep your mind focused on our Lord Jesus. And through him, that's where you'll get your peace and your understanding. Wow. Pastor. Oh, I just noticed that some guy named Robert <laughs> Conover just said amen. <laughs> that was to you. Thanks, Bert. Appreciate <laughs> Thanks, Bert. it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's so good. So we're going to get in some prayer time. Amen. And Don't, don't think of prayer time as, oh, it's my duty. Oh, I got to punch the clock now. I got to get in there and pray for a while. <laughs> prayer has got to be joyful. Amen. Prayerful Amen. has got to be exciting. That's right. That's Prayerful right. has to uh, be an experience. And, uh, and it all has to do with what you believe is happening when you're praying. Amen. You know, sometimes I wonder if God, uh, you know, he's, he's waiting to hear our voice. Amen. Fellowship with him. He, fellowshipping with him. He, he's waiting to, for us to, to give Hallelujah. him our challenges and, uh, and our burdens, if we could say it that way, those things that we're worrying about, because he wants to deal with them. He wants to take them. He wants to resolve him, and he wants us to have joy that's overflowing. Amen. Amen. Go on over to 1 Timothy 2 1. Ooh, one of my favorites. Now, uh, <laughs> let me just throw something else in here. 
because that's what I do. As a young Christian, I would say 98, 99% of the time, my prayers were about me and mine. And that's, isn't that how babies are? Come on, it's about them. All you guys remember that at 2 o'clock in the morning? That, that baby, it was all about them. I want, I want whatever is wet down here changed. I, I want another bottle, okay? I want this, I want that. And that's how I was. I was a spiritual baby. And so all my prayers were about me. Come on, yes, sir. And so as we become to grow in the things of God, understand that praying about our own personal needs need to decrease. Come on, come on. And really, our focus should be on the needs of others. And so, when our prayer time is spent primarily praying for others, then that is a sign that we are growing and that we are maturing in the Lord. That it's no longer all about me. But we truly are picking up that heart that is in us, that love that we have become. And we're starting to release that love to others through compassionate prayer for them. And so you can gauge right now where your prayer life is. I can gauge right now where my prayer life is. Amen, yes. And I'm fully convinced, and uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't remember the scripture for this, but uh, I'm fully convinced that when we take care of the needs of others through prayer, that God will take care of our needs. Amen. Amen. And there's a lot of things yes. that we're just not going to have to pray about. It'll be more of a trust in Him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, and that's when things get good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so you're with me? <laughs> if you're with me, say amen. 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> now, you got 1 Timothy chapter, chapter 2. And uh, this really needs to be our stomping ground. Come on. Uh, come this on, needs to be an area that we're spending a lot of time in. Because I'll notice how it is written. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, he says, I exhort, therefore, or I'm encouraging you, I'm admonishing you. Mm -hmm. He says that, first of all. Well, what does first of all mean? Put it first. <laughs> Uh, maybe make it a priority. Yes, definitely. That if you got all sorts of things that you want to pray about, maybe this should be the first thing that you ask. And there's a reason for it. Understand that God, when he gives us instructions, there is a purpose attached to it. Yes. And there's a reason. Amen. And we may not know the, the full entirety of that purpose, but I'm telling you, you're going to be on the winning side of it. Woo, glory. Everything he does <laughs> has you in mind. Yes. Amen. Not just individually, but collectively. <clears throat> and so he says, first of all, I want you in your prayer time to make supplications, prayers, intercessions. Oh, and here's his thanks word again. again. <laughs> and giving of thanks. Yes. You'd be surprised how many times in Scripture that prayer and thanksgiving are together. And yeah. it's not talking about eating turkey while you pray. Right? It's talking about releasing your heart of worship to Him 
in the giving of thanks. Amen. And he says to make it for all men. All men. So this is uh, pretty broad, but then he narrows it down in, in verse 2. He says, I want you to pray for kings. Now understand, when this was written, they were the ones who were ruling over nations. For you and I, you know, we have a democracy, we have a, uh, I should say, we have a republic. Uh, we have the president would be likened unto a king, king in our form of government. So he says to pray for your president yes, and to pray for all that are in authority. Well, when I, when I think about those in authority, I think about three realms. I think about the political realm, I think about the financial realm, and I think about the social realm. Uh, this today we're just going to pray about the, the political realm but um, I want you to notice something that if we'll pray for our leaders and those that are in authority in America or in your city or in your county or in your town right something's going you're going to be a recipient mm -hmm. of this prayer amen yes all right That's right he says when we pray for the leaders, it'll cause us to lead what? A quiet and peaceable life. Ooh, glory. Being able and to have the freedom and the liberty to live in godliness mm -hmm. and honesty. Mm -hmm. Now, um, let me say this as gentle and as nicely as I can. I'm not always good at that. Uh, um, I'm, sometimes I'm just <laughs> a, little rough around the edges. a bull in a china <laughs> closet. But let me say it this way. If I find myself complaining about our president or about our political leaders, yep. it's an indication <laughs> that not only myself, but the church hasn't been praying for our leaders. Come on. Come on. That's good. Our leaders are a direct product of our prayers. Mm -hmm. And wow. understand that there's this godly principle. Everything comes from the head down to the body. Mm -hmm. And so because God has instituted authority on the earth to maintain uh, lawlessness, uh, lawfulness and morality he placed authority over us so that godly leaders will lead us in godliness it just automatically comes down unto us and if we're getting all sideways because of maybe of corruption or maybe some ungodly things that they're proposing and implementing and making laws concerning then it's a direct reflection that we haven't covered them enough in prayer or our prayers allow the wrong people to get into office. Wow. And so we got to be careful how we talk about our leaders. Yes, come on. All of them. All of them. Because we're, we're talking about a situation that we created. Mm -hmm. That's good. Come on. You can always tell when a nation is praying for their leaders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you'll start to witness you know, laws that benefit uh, protection and freedom. Over those countries. Yep. And you see uh, uh, godliness. Yes. And you see morality. And uh, once we 
get away from covering them and washing them with our prayers with the wisdom of God and the direction of God and the anointing of God, that's when they start responding Amen. to God Amen. and begin to institute his plans and his purposes over us in a nation. So look at this again. I want you to make prayers, the giving of thanks for all men. I want you to pray for your leaders, for all that are in authority. That'll cause you to have a life that is peaceable and it'll be moral, it'll be moral and it'll be honest. He says that's good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. And then look at the other fruit of praying for our leaders. It'll create an atmosphere in our nation where it'll make people, it'll be easy to get people saved. Come on. Who will have all men to be saved? And they'll come into the knowledge of Ooh, the truth. Glory. Amen. 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 So uh, we're going we're gonna to pray for our leaders now. And uh, I'm going to pray a prayer, and Mayor's going to repeat after me. If you want to repeat after her, or repeat after with him. her. <laughs> with like I said, we didn't rehearse this. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> just go ahead and, uh, and, and hang in there with us and continue to pray. <clears throat> you guys ready? Uh, remember, to the Father, in Jesus' name, right? Yes, According Jesus. to his word, right? And we're going to be giving thanks. Amen. Now, Father, Father, I come to you. I come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In your word. In your word. You told us. You told us to pray for our leaders. To pray for our leaders. We believe. We believe that you have created. That you have created these places of political authority. These places of political authority to protect us. To protect us and to bless us. And to bless us. And so we know these offices. So we know these offices have been created. Have been created for our good. For our good. We lift up to you. We lift up to you. The president of the United States. The president of the United we States. We lift up our vice president. We lift up our vice we president. We lift up the entire executive branch of our federal government. We lift up our uh, executive, executive branch, branch of, of our, our government. of our government. We pray. We pray for the legislative branch. For the latest legislative branch. branch. We, we pray for our senators. We pray for our senators. Our congressmen, our, our House of Representatives. Our con con Congress and House and of representatives. representatives. Lord, we pray for the judicial system. We pray for this, this judicial system. system. We, we pray for all the judges. We pray for all the judges. And we say right now. And we say right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of we Jesus. We command the wisdom of God. We command the wisdom of God. We command the, the morality of God. We command the reality of God to come upon our leaders to become upon our leaders cause them to hear your voice to cause them to hear your voice cause them to recognize, to recognize your leadings your leading your wisdom your wisdom and we thank you now we thank you now they're responding to your voice and they're responding to your voice and they're executing and they're executing judgment judgment and sound uh Moral decisions, and sound moral decisions in line with your word, in line with your word and, your spirit. and your spirit. We speak to any corruption, we speak to any corruption in the political arena. In the political arena. We command light. We command light. The light of truth. The light of truth. To come upon this corruption. To come upon this corruption. Corruption. And the individuals, and the individuals responsible, thereof, responsible thereof 
We command that corruption to stop now. We command it to stop now. To be uprooted. To be uprooted. And those individuals, and those individuals yielding, to darkness, yielding to darkness to be apprehended. To be apprehended. And to be removed from their position. And to be removed from their position. We say. We say. That this nation. That this nation. Is one nation. Is one nation. And it's under God. And it's under God. We speak to the financial leaders. We speak to the financial leaders. Of this nation. Of this nation. We command the wisdom of God. We command the wisdom To of come God upon you now. To come upon you now. Make godly. Make godly. And honest. And honest. And righteous decisions. And righteous decisions. About the financial arena of this nation. About the financial arena, arena of, of this, this nation. nation desist devil desist devil in your maneuvers in your, maneuvers, in your corruption in your corruption in withholding finances and withholding finances from the people of god from the people of and god, the ministries of god and the ministries of god we say money we say money be used for godliness be used for godliness in jesus name in jesus name we pray over the social arena we pray over the social of arena, this nation of this nation and its leaders and its we command God's wisdom. We command God's wisdom to come upon them now. Become upon them now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. We lose righteousness we upon lose them. Righteousness we lose the wisdom of God upon we them. The we lose God. light. We lose light and truth. And truth upon them now. Upon them now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. And we thank you right now for moving upon Lord. these realms. Our political Lord. leaders. Yes. Our financial Lord. leaders. Lord. Our social leader, thank just begin Lord. to thank the Lord. Thank, thank you, Father, Lord. for having your Lord. way. Your way, Lord. Your way. Your way. Thank you. Your way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, I know that was a little clumsy. Sorry. And I, I, I used I used too many fifty-dollar words, but um, and I'm a nickel and dime so, person. <laughs> so we'll we'll do it a little bit different. I'll just pause as I pray, and then you guys just just repeat say it the after way me. You can say it. Now, we need to pray for our spiritual leaders. It, it just seems like it's time for more uh, spiritual generals to rise up in America. We're, we're, we're coming out of a season in God where some of our leaders have gone home to be with the Lord. And uh, th there's kind of been, at least in my estimation, I could be way off base, but in my estimation, it seems like there's been a little bit of a vacuum there. You know, people like Billy Graham, uh, people like uh, Brother Hagen, uh, people like Oral Roberts, you know, uh, people that were in the camp that, that, that we came up in. And it seems like it's time, and I know Lord, the Lord is doing this now, that he's causing people to come to a place, uh, spiritual leaders of a place of prominence. And I'm thankful for that. And we need that. You know, not only do we need a government that can be over us to bring peace and godliness to us, but we also need spiritual leaders. Amen. And I'm not just talking on a local level. You know, I'm talking about someone that's a voice uh, for, for the church that, that'll show us the hour that we're living in, that will reveal to us the direction that the Lord would have the church to yes. go in and, and cause a unity. Uh, to come together in the body of Christ, that we would be all, all uh, as one, spiritually speaking. And uh, so let's pray for our spiritual leaders. Um, it may be your pastor that you're praying for. 
It, it may be, you know, uh, people who are over large ministries that the Lord is using as a voice. Amen. And uh, Amen. As, as these voices are raised up and as we adhere to their voice, as we recognize them speaking as the oracles of God, that's going to encourage us. That's going to strengthen us. That's going to bring us in a place where we're seeing what God is doing and we can really put our best effort forward. And so let's pray for our spiritual leaders. Uh, Father in heaven, Father in heaven, we come to you now. We come to you now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for our spiritual leaders. We thank you for our spiritual leaders. I thank you for our spiritual generals. We thank you for our spiritual generals. I thank you for the seers that are out there. We thank you for the seers that are out there. They they're showing us where we are. They're showing us where we are in the timetable of God. In the timetable. They're showing of God. us what God is emphasizing. They're showing us what God is asking. And they're causing us to come in agreement. And they're causing us to come in agreement. And to be one body. And to be one body. We ask, Father. We ask, Father. That you would open the eyes of their understanding. That you would open the eyes of their that understanding. That you would flood their spirit with light. That you would flood their spirit with light. We ask, Lord, that they would hear your voice with all clarity. That they would hear your voice with all clarity. And, and accuracy. And accuracy. And give them utterance. And give them utterance. Give them a door to, to speak truth. And a door to speak truth. That we can hear. That we could hear. That we could see. That we could see. That we could come in agreement. That we could come in agreement. Use them, Lord God. Use them, Lord God. To create unity. To create unity. Use them, Lord God. Use them, Lord God. To to help encourage us. To help encourage us. And to and to allow things to fall off of us. And to allow things to fall off of us. And for us to come back to our first love. And for us to come back to our first that love. That we would truly. And that we would truly be putting our best effort to be putting forward our best effort those things that you have called us to do those things you have called us to do hallelujah thank you lord i ask that visitations yes and and Father. and that visions and dreams and those means that you use to help us to hallelujah. see and to know by yes. your spirit would increase in our midst i ask that you would help us lord god to yield to your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Yes. That we too, as individuals, that we too could see clearly what you have us to do. Yes. Cause yes. us to let go of those things that are taking the place of what you have us to do now. And Lord, may we see you. your perfect will you, Lord. Yes. and press in for the high calling. Of the Lord thank Jesus Lord. Christ. Lord, yes. we thank you for it right thank now. Hallelujah. Thank in you, Jesus' name. In Jesus name. There's one thing that's 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 been on my heart. And uh, I want you to look at Philippians chapter two, verse eight. And uh, it talks about Jesus here, and it says that he was not found uh, in the fashion of a man. Because he, he humbled himself. And it says in verse 8, Philippians 2, that he became obedient to the death. Can you imagine what that's like? Humbled himself and obedient. To offer yourself to that degree. That he succumbed to the death at the cross. 
And because he did that, because through his humility that he was obedient, he accessed the exaltation of God. Oh, hallelujah. Because it says in verse 9, it says, Wherefore God also highly exalted him. Do you realize that the degree of humility that we have towards God through obedience determines how much he can exalt us? You know, I always wanted to be exalted without having to do anything. That's an ouch, hallelujah. Just, it doesn't work that way. No, no. The humbler we become, the tender, uh, the tenderness of our heart towards him through obedience. Amen. Determines Amen. how much yes. he's able to exalt us. Well, because Jesus humbled himself as far as he could, he gave his life then God was able to exalt him through resurrection and give him everlasting life. And because Jesus did that, through his resurrection, God gave Jesus a name. A name that he received through conquest, defeating death, hell, and the grave, and snatching out of the hands of the devil the keys of death, hell, and the grave. <clears throat> Oh, glory to God. Therefore, he now has a name that's above every name. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Oh, glory. Yes, it is. Above every name. And at the, the speaking of that name in faith, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Glory to God. And that pertains to things in the heavenlies, the spiritual realm that has to do with things naturally and physically on the earth and that has things to do with everything that's under the earth in hell itself amen yes and you and i you and i <laughs> we have that name hallelujah thank you lord yes, we, we have do. the name of jesus yes we do no greater name no greater name. Nothing's more powerful. No sickness, no disease, nothing. Amen. More powerful than that name. And so I think it's up to us, the church. Yes. Those who are aware of that name. And really, when we speak that name, in essence, whatever we say afterwards, according to God's will, plan, and purpose, Jesus begins to speak. Our voice now is his voice. And so when we use that name and we begin to declare and to decree and we release authority, for we have the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever we bind is bound, whatever we loose is loosed. And when we speak that name, now it's as if Jesus is speaking. And whatever we're speaking to will bow its name. And so there's a new kid on the block. And he's strutting his stuff. And he's a virus. <clears throat> and he's trying to exalt himself above God. And he's trying to bring torment 
and fear and all that comes with it, calamity and unrest with it. It's up to us to speak to that virus. Amen. Now, we yes. know the source of that virus. Yes. And I, I, it's encouraging us for, for us to know that this virus was already placed on Jesus 2,000 years ago. Woo, glory. Not ours. Amen. God knew this was coming. Not ours. He saw it because he's not in the realm of time. And he saw this hour. He saw exactly what we're dealing with on the earth. And he placed this virus onto Jesus on the cross. Amen. And Jesus died. But when he rose from the dead, he defeated this virus and all of its Amen. symptoms. Amen. Yes. And so now it's up to us to enforce <clears throat> that victory. It's up to us to speak to this defeated foe and command it to desist and stop and to dry up. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You guys ready to use your authority? <clears throat> Are you ready to use the name above every name in which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess? Let's do it. Father in heaven, I thank you, I thank you that, you have given us that you have given us the body of Christ, the, body of Christ, the, name, of Jesus. the name of Jesus. This virus, this virus has, a name. has a name. Therefore, the name of Jesus, Therefore, the name of Jesus is, above it. is above it. And so right now, so right now in, faith, in faith and in agreement, and in agreement we speak we to this virus, to this virus and, its source, and its source, we command, we command in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, virus, virus desist, desist and, stop, and stop, be dried up, be dried up in Jesus', in Jesus name. name. We command Thank to you, stop your rule yes. of terror Thank now yes. in Jesus' name. And Father, we Hallelujah. pray that you would shine light and revelation and wisdom on the biologists and the sci scientists and the doctors and all yes. those people that are creating a cure yes. for this disease. Shine supernatural light upon them and help them to find its source and its kryptonite. Show them in the natural realm. We know we got the victory in the spirit, but we claim victory in the natural realm yes. as well. Yes. You show them that formula, that concoction, that drug or collection or cocktail of drugs that will stop this virus in its tracks. Continue to give our president and all those that he has commissioned to help during this epidemic. Continue to give them wisdom in providing safety to us, the citizens of this nation. Lord, continue to use them to overcome our challenges because of the halt of our economy and our jobs and, and now causing us to stay at home. Lord, use them, show them, enable them to bring relief and a, and a peace of us knowing that they're doing those things 
that will bring relief. Lord, we claim it now. We want to thank you for it. We say that this virus has stayed now in Jesus' name. We say we have a cure. We say we have provision. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it looks like I got a minute left. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> she says we're done. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I want to pray for your protection. Now, this is something that we need to, to release and stand true in. God told us in the 91st Psalm, just verses 9, 10, 11. He says, because you and I have made the Lord our refuge. Even the Most High, our habitation. You see, when we claim Jesus as our Savior, we became a part of the house of God. And we are a part of his person. And so now we are under the shadow of his defenses. He told us because of our position in him, he says that no evil shall befall us. He said that neither shall any plague, any virus, any epidemic shall come nigh us. For he's given his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. I'm going to pray this prayer. And if you've already prayed it or something similar and you've got peace in your heart, then just praise the Lord while we pray this. But if you need to receive a knowing that you're protected, then just pray this with me. Father in heaven, Father in heaven, I come to you. I come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you're my refuge. That you're my refuge and you're my habitation. And you're my habitation. Therefore, you say. Therefore, you say. No evil. No evil. No evil. No evil shall come near me. Shall come near me. It shall not overtake me. It shall not overtake me. And I say that this plague. And I say that this plague. This virus. This virus. I say it will not come unto me. It will not come unto me. Because the spirit of life. Because the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Is in me. Is in me. I am free. I am free. From the laws of sin and death. From the laws of sin and death. I'm not saying I will. But if I do, but if I do come, in contact come in contact with this virus, with this virus and it touches my body, it touches my I, body. Say, I say in Jesus' name, in Jesus name it, will die, it instantly will die instantly because by the stripes of Jesus, the stripes of Jesus I, am whole, I am whole and my angels, and my angels they have charge over they me. Charge over they're me. keeping me in all yes, my ways. They keep me in all my ways. And I thank you that as I use wisdom, I thank you as I use wisdom, as I follow you, as I follow you, I'm free. I'm free because Jesus set me free. Because Jesus, Lord, set I me thank free. you for it right I now. I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to catch this virus. I'm not going to catch some other flu. I'm not even going to get a cold. Because I'm the healed. I'm the healed because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Well, thank you so much yes, for being here with us today. And for your uh, patience. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lord. It's kind of hard to keep a hunting dog from hunting. Uh, and it's hard to get a preacher to go short. Yes. But uh, that's why you're at home and you can walk away. <laughs> no. Just be thankful you're not here like the dog who had to stay. Amen. <laughs> Love you. Love you all. We're praying for you. 
We're with you and we're for you. Amen. In You're Jesus' blessed. name. In Jesus' name. See y'all. <laughs>